When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Marvels is over, but here on Post Show Recaps Theater, we are just getting started. My name is Ariel, and I am using my powers to activate Grace. What's up, Grace? I'm here. Oh, no, we swap places. People in the podcast can't see, but every time we talk, we swatch places. Would we still have our, our own voice? <laughs> <laughs> now Grace is actually switching. For, a, for a, in, a joke that nobody could hear. Which is at our in podcast the window. Video. Yeah, I mean, they can hear it. They just couldn't see it. Uh, but yeah, Grace is now switching <laughs> us in the window. This is amazing. I'm having so much fun. This is must. This is what it must have been like for our main characters. Grace, totally. we're here to talk about the Marvels. As I said, the latest MCU installment at the theaters. Phase and... five, baby. Phase five is in full. I actually went to look up the movies and I was like, wow, we are in phase five. I really thought that we were still in halfway phase through. Four, we're more than halfway head. through now. Yeah, halfway through, yeah. thank God. Um, and yeah, so there are always, you know, with the MCU, we always talk about these movies. There's a lot of expectation, sometimes earned. So, well, the expectation is always there, whether it's like expectation that it's going to be good or bad. Uh, so there's a lot riding on this movie at a time when there's you know, MCU is making the news. It is used to making the news, but it has been making the news lately for uh, not great reasons. Yeah, I'm so sad that this movie is getting the reception it did because I really enjoyed it. But I yeah, definitely no. I, I felt like when Blue Beetle came out, I was like, oh, man, we got to talk about Blue Beetle. I guess I'm going to go see Blue Beetle. And then we saw it and again. I liked that movie a lot, <laughs> but I liked it a lot. But I was like, oh, man, yeah. this movie came out like five years ago would be way more popular than it is now. And I feel the exact same thing about this movie. I thought this movie was really good. And I think there's like two factors that are happening, which is one is that people are just like very sick of Marvel movies. And then also people don't, people hate women. Some people hate women. I don't know if you knew that, but some people don't like women. So it's not great. Uh, I, 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 the the internet has made made me aware of things, uh, Mm -hmm. But yeah, it is it is unfortunate. I agree with you for sure about the movie, my enjoyment of mm-hmm. the movie. <laughs> this is this is what I'm agreeing to with my enjoyment of the movie. I I had such a fun time. I really had low yeah. expectations because, you know, I've had my heart broken before, but I'm still going to go. I'm still curious for sure and I had a lovely time. It was I laughed so much more than I thought I would. The movie is, by my measure, good and worth seeing, and it's it's a shame. I mean, they still they still won number one at the box office, Grace. That's not nothing. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, they did win the weekend. Just the, the worst weekend, Marvel they were up movie against what, ever. like the nineteenth week of Taylor Swift and, and Five Nights uh, at Freddy's, which and like Nights just surpassed the, the record. Or, I think I saw that too. Yeah, uh, yeah. Priscilla, second or third week of that. 
and... a limited release for the holdovers like pff, stiff competition <laughs> i like yeah. actually like the holdovers so but... it gets number one but it only needs 47 million to get there and that's mm. you know against a 200 ish million dollar budget as i've read that uh that's not great and certainly not what marvel is used to making unfortunately yeah i th i think it made about 110 million dollars like worldwide so like it's not quite as bad as people like worst opening weekends for a marvel movie i think ever i think it's what they said or like since that's, yeah i think that's, it's the worst think ever headline i saw yeah which so that is sucks. great because that's the headline that everyone's gonna be that's the that everyone's gonna be uh picking up but we're gonna yeah. talk about why we love this movie not why people mm -hmm don't some sure. of these people who haven't even seen the movie frankly but whatever it doesn't matter uh yeah so I, I okay so here this is technically a sequel and not just to one movie it's in character ways it's a sequel for a lot of movies uh or for various projects it's a sequel to captain marvel mm -hmm. it's a sequel to miss marvel the tv show and yeah. it's a sequel kind of in uh, to wandavision oh and Marvelous Miss Maisel. And I thought I thought you were just gonna totally best part. I should have just kept going. But the have, best yeah. part about it, I think, is that it doesn't matter. Like there are things that happen that are important, but like as far as your enjoyment of the movie, like that's a part of my brain that I had on of like, okay, would you be able to enjoy this if you hadn't done quote unquote the homework? And I thought it was perfectly fine. This movie's only, we always complain that movies are too long. <laughs> this is an hour and shortest what, movie, shortest 40 Marvel minutes. Movie ever. Mm -hmm. I was so in on that. And I was, I'm so happy. Like, I think the movie there, well, you know, we're going to get into the imperfections. Certainly it, ha it has some, it's not the perfect movie, but I think the, the runtime definitely helps propel the movie forward. And I, they had me, they had me basically the whole time honestly yeah i, I agree can i tell can i get a quick anecdote i was actually traveling for Please. work to montreal and i booked my movie ticket and as i'm like getting to the theater montreal is a pretty like anglophone and francophone town but i was mm -hmm. so worried that i was about to watch a movie all in french and just had to sit away and suddenly like the trailers are all playing and they're all in english i'm like okay thank god but i was like worried there's uh -huh. like le marvels and it's just like, like dubbed over uh, i was so worried i was so because like a, it's like I'm gonna have to sit through the movie, but then B, I'm gonna have to go watch it again. And not that I was like afraid to rewatch it again, but just you know, like how busy our schedules are to be like, okay, I gotta find another like two hours to go watch the Marvels again. But it's fine. It no, was all in you English. Have to run next yeah. door, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. It wouldn't have at that point. Everything's in French. Can I? Uh, yeah, we oui, we. Oui. Uh, can I tell you <laughs> that I actually my actually biggest complaint about the movie. And it's very small because I loved it and it's no big deal. But I actually did. I saw a lot of stuff leading into this movie about like people are feeling Marvel fatigue. And they're like, oh, my God, a, sh a movie where we have to have watched three things to have go and see it. And like, whatever, we've been doing this forever. since And like since the Avengers, we've been doing this. You have to watch all the previous stuff, kind of whatever. And then I saw a lot of people being like, that's actually not true. You could probably go to any Marvel thing if you've never seen any Marvel stuff. And they'll just be like. Ah uh, yes, the the quiz stone which comes from the earth of whatever, and they'll just explain it to you, right? Like they'll do it. They'll do. The they're not idiots. Stone. You would. The you would find the, the quiz stone. How the quiz stone? There's a new movie, a Quiz Lady. I presume that's a Marvel franchise. Um, yes. I don't know. Whatever. And so, like, they'll explain it to you. But then I actually did as I was like watching the movie, be like, "Whoa, I am actually pretty glad I watched all this stuff because I'm like, 
pretty confused even as there should be <laughs> the captain marvel flashback i do not remember what happened to captain marvel uh on one iota and so they're like all the fun all i remember is jude laws in it and he turned out to be a bad guy that's all i remember so they're like doing yeah. these like flashbacks and like i don't know but i guess the, to the point like you only need to know that like she she like accidentally blew up the sun of a planet that's basically all you need to know right i guess kind so it's fine of, whatever yeah. and even that yeah, technically see, happened know. between movies that's something that they explained that even if you had seen the movie True. uh just that part technically about the about the planet i guess it's not and as bad. to your point it was only when they were doing the flashback i was like i don't remember this at all <laughs> no right and that's why they did it because that movie came out it was like the a second to ago. last it was the movie yeah. right before endgame and uh 2019 yeah that's yeah was you know uh, another critically divisive movie that i think this movie is better than and i feel like there are a lot of reasons to to go see this movie and it's crazy enjoyable i, I really want to like super fun to to spoilers i think the three leads uh, you know to the point again about captain marvel the original one i thought that it was fun but like she i felt like brie larson is having like a really difficult time like connecting to this character we have seen brie larson be good in mm -hmm. so many things right like mm -hmm. we know that she's mm -hmm. a good actress that is not at all on the table as far as discussion but i think there is something that there was something there in captain marvel that it wasn't quite right i don't know where if it's like in the acting or the writing or whatever but it just didn't feel right this movie she and probably because now she has people to play against, it's like kind of a it's a team up movie in that sense. I felt like she still wasn't as good as we've seen her be, but she was so much better. Like it was so mm -hmm. much more fun and less of a slog to like watch her try to be emotional when, you know, ostensibly nothing is there on the other side of her or whatever. Well, she kind of gets to play kind of like i don't know she gets to play a couple her character is pretty like well faceted i think in terms of the storyline she has with monica and then the storyline that she gets where basically she's just being like fond over um mm -hmm. so i i i um to me i thought like um she works well in, in both instances because in one she's like very like cold fate right to monica and then the other one she's like trying to like just like you know she's being fond over right so this idea of like right. also trying to like make sure this kid feels like included but also like is being a bit much so i feel like it was like mm -hmm. an effective use of her as, in terms of like her place in the movie in in connection with the other two uh the other two characters in a way that that was like really good i thought this movie was just super fun i thought that the plot is like simple enough i thought that like the use i mean we've seen in the trailer the like quantum entanglement thing i think was like very fun i got like very excited for the way that like that could be used throughout the movie mm -hmm, i thought it was mm -hmm. used really effectively i enjoyed it i uh, you know i don't know if i'm like this gets me like super excited for what comes deadpool i think comes next i don't know whatever but i enjoyed going to the movie on a thursday night for two hours and just watching the marvels so yeah, highly recommend. Yeah, I had a blast. I think people, you know, if you like Marvel movies, this is this is one of the good ones. I will. That's a good I recommendation. Of, I like that. Out of the three, out of the three, uh, let's see. So phase four, post phase, phase four and phase five. I would say there are maybe three or four movies that I would go see again if they came out in the theaters this weekend, uh -huh. and this is one of them. So I would agree with there, that. You know, take that for I, take that for what you will. Jokingly, that I thought i was gonna see it in french i would go I, I was tempted to go see it again i just not have actually gone to see it again so I'd like my, you know i haven't put my money where my mouth is but I, I would go see it again probably before it is out of theaters 
We'll see. I might because something else is going to kick it out of IMAX this weekend, and I can't remember what. And it's it doesn't matter. We will get into Hunger Games. Probably yes, it's the Hunger Games. Thank you. I was I was like Mm -hmm. stalling. You saw that, right? That was so. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into. We want to talk specifics. The Marvels demand it. So let's get into our plot recap. Full spoilers. Spill that PSRT. Here we go. If we did this again, I should do it, and then we swap places, and you end up start doing the recap. But just imagine we did I've that like bit. Already and then Ariel's I've already done. I've already done the recap, and oh, for a different movie, oh, no. and now we're like, yeah, swapping. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Or like I'm like I'm gonna do the Philip PRC, and there's like pop, and then you start doing the recap. I think is with wow, that. That's that not really be, another. That would really word, be in the spirit of this movie. That would have been a that great. Later. Okay. <laughs> great. <Yeah. laughs> okay. Here we go. So. Many years ago, technically between the between the first movie and the second movie, uh, Carol Danvers defied the supreme intelligence, which led to a Kree civil war and the devastation of Apollo, like the environmental devastation. It sucks. Dar Ben, who we meet in this movie, the new Kree leader, seeks these quantum bands to help restore Hala, her home planet. Nick Fury is hosting uh, peace talks between Kree and the Skrulls. And uh, Monica Rambeau is out investigating anomalies in space. This is a character who loves investigating anomalies. We first met her in WandaVision. She's investigating the anomaly. This is this is her thing. And I appreciate the consistency. Uh, Ram, uh, Monica Rambeau, Danvers, and Kamala Khan, a.k.a. Miss Marvel, start to switch places when two or more of them use their powers due to this quantum entanglement and the fact that Kamala Khan has one of these other bands. The trio discovers that their light-based powers are linked and uh, form a team called the Marvels. That's the term Smart. that Miss Marvel uses. And they're like, I don't know about that. And she's like, yes. And the movie title says yes. Dar Ben, our villain, threatens planets uh, using these tears that she's causing to uh, restore Hala's environment, her home planet, using jump points and uh, her quantum band as the ways to open the portal. The Marvels fight her, Darben, who uh, ultimately ends up destroying space and creating a rupture in the multiverse in literal reality when she tries using she tries using both bands at the same time. Uh, this kills her, which is sad. Uh, Kamala Khan reclaims the bands and the three Marvels use their combined powers to close the rupture, but in the process, stranding Monica Rambeau. Captain Marvel flies through Hala's sun to restore it. She kind of like just turns it on while uh, Miss Marvel forms a new hero group at the end of the movie. She goes to see Kate Bishop, who we met in uh, Hawkeye. In a mid credit scene, Monica Rambeau wakes up in this parallel universe and there is an alternate version of her mother who doesn't recognize her. And more importantly, Dr. Hank McCoy, a.k.a. Beast of the X-Men. And that's when they played the music, so I just repeated it there. I love that. They're here now. They're the X-Men, seemingly. I mean, Miss Marvel was, uh, I almost said outed, was revealed to be a a person with with a genetic mutation at the end of Miss Marvel. So, like, it stands to reason that now, like, in this other project, that might continue in some way. So that's super interesting. I mean, I think Marvel certainly wants us to be super excited and interested in that point. Oh, we see. We also saw Professor X in Multiverse of Madness. Yeah, that was Multiverse of Madness. So that was like, that's a little less yeah. yeah, but yeah. this was like mm-hmm. one of our characters interacting in a more organic way where, Mon- uh, what's her name, 
Wanda couldn't just like destroy all of reality and us not even getting True. a chance to meet him, that version of him. True. Um, so, yeah, so I, yeah, go ahead. Where I was going to say, I feel like we have to start with the chemistry between these two characters, uh, three characters, excuse me, Carol yes. Danvers, Brie Larson, yeah. who plays her, Monica Rambeau, played by Tiana Paris, and Kamala Khan, played by Iman Vellani. Thank God. I said this before, but thank God Captain Marvel has these two to play off of. Like, she just gets to be human. She gets to have, like, human emotions. And she's such a yeah. super-powered, literal, like, Superman being. She's there, Superman. And, like, yeah, we don't care about the bigger stuff. We care about the smaller stuff. That's what I care about. This is where I was going to start, too, because I think just the three of them are really compelling on screen. I think... A lot of it works so well. So when they're first like swapping places, and I love I, like I think um, Kamala Khan here is like um, and specifically um, uh, Aman Vellani, who plays her, is so endearing. I think this is a character who could be more annoying than she is, and it just she just works so well in this role and how much she loves Captain Marvel, and then also like yeah. starts to love Monica Rambo. And so you have that and, and she's like kind of like the glue that's kind of like holding the three of them together as like Monica and Carol have this like tense history, uh, basically like um, Monica feeling like Carol abandoned um, them when she was a kid. And we get like the resolution to that. There's a scene where um, Kamala like hugs Monica and then like pulls in Carol to the hug. I think it's so cute and so then i i love yeah. the stuff early on where the fight happens where they don't know how their powers work exactly and they're like fighting both on the ship and uh at kamala's house and then mm -hmm. later we get the training montage which i loved where they're like figuring out how their powers work and so then that sets up yeah. the fight with um uh calden is it her name call darben uh, dar uh, darben darben um where they actually know how to use their powers it's really it's just i thought i think it's just like it's a pretty simple story, I think. Like, well, also adding, I guess, in these elements, like the quantum entanglement stuff is stuff that I feel like I haven't really seen in a movie. This idea that, like, every time they use their powers, they're swapping places or so creates this, like, super fun visual and trying to, like, track it and, and how people end up in certain spots. I, I really, I really enjoyed it. I loved, but I think it's, like, held together by the chemistry of the three leads, uh, most importantly. Yeah. I, I, but I, I yeah. yeah. And I think they, they all do a good job of, like, really embodying that history in a way that i again think the movie just kind of works they tell you everything you need to know it works like regardless of how, the amount of homework you may or may not have done before you see it and the like we've never seen monica you know this version of monica interact with with captain marvel it's just like her mm -hmm. when she was a little kid and they give you that flashback so like the history is there and I it's really is in in the emotional sense. I agree that that Kamala Khan like it's it's basically her movie in the sense that she is the glue that holds all of them together and like says all the like cute adorable things that would be really hard to stomach from like an adult character, but from someone so young and charming and and sweet is is just works. It's perfect. Like they crack the code as far as I'm concerned. Like how to make. Uh, you know, some of these other characters more, a little bit more palatable. 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I've been seeing, and maybe this is just like my very general perusal, that I felt like the Dar Ben character really worked, played by uh, Zoe Ashton. And... Mm. I had seen some things where people didn't think that that was working, but I thought she did a great job and like it worked like the, the, the villain worked. You understood their reason. It was a simple story. Like we keep saying, and she was having so much fun. I thought that she was a great addition and like the attitude that she was bringing, even just in the very beginning, I remember she was like pushing the stone aside on that other planet. And there was something about the way she did that. I was like, that was cool. Yeah. She's a, I think was I I know her unfortunately not from a film role but her she's I think believed engaged to Tom Hiddleston uh, Loki so that's how I know her but um, oh I, they did appear somewhere at an event that makes sense mm-hmm. I would agree that I think this is one where I don't think the villain like I I don't think she's going to be like super super memorable for me like I already said her name wrong on this podcast obviously so I thought it but I, I don't think that that's what this movie needed was like the, you, you have three leads and I know that like, obviously Marvel has done movies where they have like all of literally all of the Avengers and managed to like figure it out. But I do think like the short runtime on this is helped by the fact that we really do focus on them much more than we do the villain. The story is simple enough. I think like the idea and, and Darben sort of fits into this, this, um this type of villain where, Really, if you look at what like the thing that she's trying to do is not a bad thing, just the way she's going about it is obviously bad. Like she's like destroying other planets to save her planet, but a planet that was destroyed by Captain Marvel. I liked all the stuff in there about like how Captain Marvel is called the Annihilator because mm-hmm. she like did destroy this planet. She's trying to restore like just air, water, and sun, you know, to her planet. I I thought that she looked kind of cool. I thought that she like it was performed well. I don't know that I needed like a super amazing villain. Cause I thought a lot of the tension is in like captain Marvel's relationship with these two people, mostly Monica, like trying to make sure that mm-hmm. that, that um, sort of relationship is, is repaired. Captain like uh, Carol kind of thinking like, I didn't really do anything. Like when I said I would like come back, I actually thought I would come back. Like I didn't know I was actually like leaving forever. So I thought there right. was, I, I, yeah, the criticism of like um, the villain here, I think is like, is, I think fair. I don't know if it's like as bad as people are saying it is, but I also think it's kind of like part of the movie is that we didn't need this. Like we didn't need our like most bombastic villain. I feel like it kind of works for what the movie, um, like what the other movie, the movie is trying to say other than just like this, the thing about Hala. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree with that as far as like what we needed in a villain for this movie specifically. And I think, she does a great job fitting in, not drawing attention away, not distracting, but also like owning a lot of the scenes that she's in, um, mm-hmm. particularly when the other three are not around. And at the end of the day, the only thing we want from a villain, whether they're super memorable or super like important, quote unquote, to the greater MCU of it all, 
we just want some someone who's compelling and that like we understand what they want and why they want it and like to make her to make captain marvel the villain of her story yes we've seen that before but like for this very human reason of like my plant my people will die if like i unless i do something about it and i have just stood around and watched other people fail and like i'm going to be the one to like save our planet is totally uh maybe not reasonable but certainly very understand uh very understandable and keeps it centered on our character and it's such such a great twist for you know not to have just another bad guy who wants like power for no reason yes she ultimately wants the same like mcguffany type thing you gotta get the band so she can do the thing but like her reasoning is what matters and why she is uh she's entertaining to watch yeah i agree getting to some first yeah I, I let me let me say this first before i get to some some nitpicky things uh the the scene where they're where they're training all together like you said is super fun i thought the double dutch specifically when they're oh, like yeah. okay now like, go now, now. yeah now uh-huh. now, yeah. <laughs> now like, it just killed me because again that's such a relatable like these three all have superpowers but they're doing this like relatable schoolyard hilarious thing of like trying to teach Comic-Con how to how to uh how to like double dutch double dutch and yeah. um it was hilarious and the the idea like you said of of them switching their powers is cool and like using this unfortunate thing for you know for the better and like using it in an intelligent way is really smart um and the there were a couple of really funny lines from Tiana Paris when she was like dealing with with the young Kamala Khan specifically that were just so funny. Like there was one part where she was like, uh, Kamala, we hear you, baby. Like you need to you need to calm down. more. <laughs> it was just it, it, it really is like the Tiana Paris reading of it. Um, mm-hmm. So I thought I thought they were yeah. all great. Uh, the I. This is something it's funny that you brought up Blue Beetle earlier because mm. I feel like I made a comp. I thought of Blue Beetle while I was watching this movie. One of the things, no spoilers really about Blue Beetles, but one of the things that they did that I did not enjoy was like heavily involve the family in like oh, the 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 st- I, I, I don't mind that they were involved in the story, certainly for the character. Again, it's one of those things that like humanizes the character even as they go through their superpower nonsense, mm-hmm. there was Blue Beetle like included them in like the fight. Like the grandma got like the gun. Okay, maybe I guess that's a spoiler. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. it was just Whatever. like so over the top. And and to be clear, like this movie doesn't do that. They are around. I just didn't want them to be, I'm happy for them to like be involved in the sense of like they're around and they spew jokes and all that. But the minute you're like involving them, in the superpower storyline, you start to lose me. Like it just becomes a little bit too silly for me. And like mm-hmm. the even the beginning when the fight is at their house, that's fine. They're gonna protect it. But like I don't need the like Power Rangers level like fighting from the family. It just kind of for whatever reason, maybe that says something about me. For whatever reason, that always takes me out of it. The stakes just feel like a little bit smaller when like these people are involved. Um because her family's great. Like her family, especially her mom, is hilarious. Like we got so much of her in Miss Marvel, and they use her for the most part to great effect here. But like, I don't need her, you know, throwing pots and pans around at at bad guys. I I get it because I was almost like uh, when you first said the thing about Blue Beetle, I was like oh, that was like my one of my favorite parts. But I actually do agree with you that it 
it it lost its effectiveness as they were like actually roped into more. I what I really liked about Blue Beetle, and this is from the trailer, so it's not a spoiler, is that the family is basically as aware of what's happening to the main character as he as it happens. It's something that, like I feel right. like there's so much superhero stuff that's like about like you know not uh hiding the identity uh hiding your real identity from from your fake identity especially like your close family members like this is a huge like spider-man thing obviously i kind of like Mm -hmm. the subversion of that of like literally the moment he becomes blue beetle they're there so i do like in in the you know um this marvel stuff of like the family being super involved but i do think the balance is probably on the whole better than the blue beetle stuff in terms of they're there and they can be affected by everything uh etc etc and and it's pretty fun i think in my opinion to have a teenage uh avenger i think we're obviously going to get a lot more of that based on the mid credit scene but when they're like all right we have to go on a spaceship and her mom's like Kamala, you are absolutely not going on a spaceship. Like, like you must come home. Like, I thought it was like it's like pretty fun. And like, yeah, like, no, right. No, we actually her, need her, her and, interacting like, with yeah. her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But like, and I don't need the yeah. like scolding Nick Fury. Like, it's like yeah. too much. Like, these people yeah. have better things to do. No disrespect to 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 Con Senior, but I just yeah. you know keep it, it to your point. There's a balance there. And they do, for the yeah. most part, uh, keep it in this movie. There's a couple times I'm like, ah, 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 ah you're straying away. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like yeah, I'm the parent. Yeah, I'm the parent. Um, uh-huh. so yeah, I thought the and he, you know, speaking of, we mentioned Nick Fury, me just now, yes. uh, her scolding him. I feel like Samuel Jackson is way better in this than he was in parts of uh Secret Invasion, as we sit here and talk about. Yeah, like, I have to admit, I have not it. watched Secret Invasion, but you're fine let me tell you (laughs) and similarly oh yes i'm so glad i'm thinking about this now and you were like what and you don't know because now i'm thinking more about it the the scrolls are like a big part of the right captain first the captain marvel uh movie but also secret invasion and the it's probably a budget thing that's i get it that's fair but i would argue that marvel kind of wants us to treat the tv shows and the movies as like the same thing at least they did at the outset of all these things so the the scrolls in this movie look way better than the scrolls in yeah in uh secret invasion and maybe it's because it's a different uh it's not the exact same group so like theoretically you could be like well these are these scrolls look different that's fine but uh, to put it more simply in human terms, they look much more expensive and real and not just like people with makeup. Um, yeah. You know, no disrespect like, to girls who are like a pretend race. Yeah. Uh, I like the scroll stuff, especially from the Captain Marvel movie. So I am excited if that's like actually a more important part. Secret Invasion, I just, there's a lot of TV. I was watching a lot of TV, so I haven't got around to it. I do. I did see uh, another Josh post in the Discord. Uh, I'm so glad that a single element of Secret Invasion was part of the plot of this movie. And it got many... <laughs> uh thumbs up or or 100 percent emojis including from yourself so um mm. oh so, no not my emote reacts being docs yeah docs the docs yeah yeah so you know it doesn't give me a ton of hope about you know when i will get around to watching secret invasion although i imagine like i important said moving forward but especially i mean we i don't really... know about i don't know about that grace i i think in all the in all the uh you know changes that, that marvel is starting more? to make that I I could see a world where they kind of like yada yada past some of that mm. stuff that happens. But don't they have um, a movie called? Uh, isn't there a movie coming out that's? It's that, called that Secret Invasion. 
to no. well so I, it does seem like they're potentially i know there's a lot of talk about whether they're going to move fully away from jonathan majors um after everything that happened mm -hmm. with him obviously the end there's a lot of things out there which a little bit maybe this is like them hedging their bets and everything but there is all of that stuff there is kang there is the x-men obviously at the end of the movie then there is also um basically what Kamala Khan does at the end, which is Young Avengers, right? She's like assembling yes. a new team. She assembles, she recruits Kate Bishop. Um, and a scene that I thought was very fun. Kamala Khan trying to be like basically the Nick Fury of this group is was very fun and and yes, funny. and callback to to you know the very first movie and like yeah. or the very first time at least that he approaches uh so good. that Nick Fury approaches uh uh Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man yeah. and it was great. And like, she's so charming again. And I honestly, I, I will say this on paper. I was like, eh, do I want the Teenage Avengers? I don't think I do because I'm worried a little bit to like my, to the thing with the family point. I, I just don't want it to feel less than or feel like sillier in a way. Like the, the tone can be silly, but I, I still, I always want the stakes in Marvel to feel high in some way or another, even if they're just emotional. And you know, so far, so far I'm in, you know, I am charmed. I'm charmed by this, by this team up on this iPad that she found on her couch. Um, yeah. So that's, uh, that's yeah. a, a great thing to look forward to potentially. Again, it's always hard to know. I mean, I always think about like Shang-Chi specifically, like that was one of the few movies I really, really enjoyed in phase four and just, you know, it's only been two years, but like yeah. in Marvel time, it just feels like such a long time that like some of these characters didn't show up again. Like, does it even matter anymore? It's hard to, my point is it's hard to look at this tease from the teenage Avenger side or even the X-Men side, more importantly, and have any kind of understanding of like how soon this will actually matter going forward, you know, or if it's all the just thing like I was, set up yeah. invasion. The thing I would say is that it's Avengers Secret Wars, I believe is the movie, but that's after supposedly Kang Dynasty. So who knows what they're planning on doing? Yes, I, right, right. Secret Secret Wars is the, would be like the big one, yeah. technically, that yeah. uh, they'd all be in. I, I I don't know. I feel like it's this is so weird because I feel like this movie does a lot to try and set up other stuff. And yet I'm kind of just like, I'm so happy to mostly just like sit in this movie. I much yeah. more enjoyed the Kamala con like uh, uh kate bishop stuff more than i did like i have to say like i didn't know who that guy i didn't know who kelsey Grammer was i'm a little disappointed that kelsey Grammer were like we're just sticking with him uh i mean i know he did it before and he's very iconic. i mean it's the multiverse so that could just be a nod to like old school in the same way that like we we saw charles xavier but we will never see patrick stewart do that role again ostensibly um you know we could see another version of of hank but yeah it was it was weird seeing kelsey Grammer, especially again to the point of like these things looking different he kind of looks different than be, like the cgi on his face it didn't look yeah. like all just prosthetics like he it has in the past i know jason um, didn't love the cgi on on beast i don't think i think jason it's or, like or you have it's right like now. one of your most important cameos you've ever had in a post credits he's only on screen for it, like all of three to five seconds like let's let's kind of it got it better it got a reaction from people certainly in in my theater that I went to, which is pretty full. So, um, although they were all speaking French, I don't know what they were saying. They went, "Oh la la!" <laughs> like, I'm not sure what that means. I'm not sure what that means. <laughs> you know. So anyway, I, la beast, la beast, and I was like, "Who?" Uh, yeah, I don't. I, 
it's fun. I, you know, uh, fun. Obviously, multiverse shenanigans is definitely something that they like want. We're definitely going to move forward to. Again, I just thought that, like, for the most, I, I really, I did like the Young Avengers stuff. The other stuff, I was like, you know, I get. There's just no, for me, like, no, like. So then there's all this stuff coming out about the state of the MCU, right? Like, it's so, like, I do think mm-hmm. it's like a little bit. So, one tweet I saw today that was like, so interesting that actually, even though like Quantum Mania failed pretty spectacularly, this is the one that you're like, guess all Marvel is a, is a flop. And it's like, oh, the one with all the women uh, on the thing. Anyway, I, yeah. The thing I feel like is that they're like trying to just push through the like, you know, and try to like just hope that one day people will be as excited as they were for like, avengers you know infinity war or whatever and i just like don't know how true that is especially when we look at some of the movies that have been popular the last little while and how uh eventizing they are of like you really just like you're gonna go see this thing you really don't have to have context for anything else so i think like uh, the taylor swift concert five nights at freddy's kind of felt like that the other one i was talking with dr amanda about is we're covering the curse and in toronto mm-hmm. and new york and i imagine some other cities the curse is playing theatrically every sunday um before the episode comes out and i think that's such an interesting thing to be happening yeah. in movie theaters it, this idea that like there's literally one time you could do that in the theater it's not the same model as like you know, okay, all week we're going to play the curse. They're not doing that. Right. They're just playing it on the Sunday nights. So it's literally eventizing that. So I just, I, you know, it's so interesting to see the things that people are really coming out for are these things that almost are more standalone than ever. I know the Five Nights at Freddy things is like a lot of the people who went were like people who had like watched all the lore and played all the games and whatever. But that was like, you know, Mario too, to a degree, was like this thing that hadn't really been done since, you know, since the previous Mario movie, right? To like, bring it to life barbie the same thing i feel like people you can connect it to other media without it being so bogged down by everything which is a thing i think that marvel is currently feeling but i feel like they're just trying to like push through it you know they're like just keep putting out content and hope it's fine and people will like show up for an event movie at some point yeah and i think the 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 push the two points the push through point and the the bog down point i think are are interesting i agree it's almost like they want us to put they they're kind of like because if we're looking back right like spider-man no way home was like a huge event but like arguably it's like such a uh, an anomaly as far as what it involves and who it involves and like the history behind it that like it's its own i kind well, of it consider it as course like of a, 20 years instead of right exactly like so it's like its five. own version of endgame that like it, it it's an yes. anomaly in a great way like i love yeah. that movie but yes. like as far as like yes normal marvel movies and like how these movies either are graded or measured against well, they already whatever. announced they're going to do it again they're they're bringing back all the avengers serial they're going to bring back yeah Robert i mean they, they, they're and... they're they're talking about it and they're at this point to the point of what they're trying to push through they're kind of willing to do anything to get back to that point that you're talking about of like everyone caring and like deadpool deadpool 3 is the next one that you mentioned and it's featuring uh what's his name featuring hugh jackman who played wolverine Mm -hmm. and that's kind of its own thing of like you're bringing uh you're bringing this historical figure through to try to like make it more important which i'm sure it will be and i'm i hope that it's as amazing as it as uh has the potential to be but again that's a movie that's like drawing on old history in this way that like 
Then you have uh, Captain America, Brave New World. You have Fantastic Four, which like is going to get people excited. But if it's bad, that's a bad deal. Like it really does feel like they're just once Secret Wars happens, they can lit- just just based on how Secret Wars goes in the comic books, you can literally write any reality going forward and they can bring back any combination of anyone and have them stick around for as little as long as they want. So like that is their that's their like next big opportunity to make a massive change. And it's just a question of like, are people going to care by the time by the time we get there? Because at this point, we're looking at 2027 and you have to imagine that that's probably going to change again because it's already changed at least Ooh. once. Yeah. But yeah. everything's fine. I don't know. I like Loki. <laughs> I've watched Loki either, but discuss. you know what I did like? I like the Marvels, so who cares? So yeah. They're not in crisis. Marvels I liked it. And Loki. People I saw the Marvels it. and Loki finale on the same day. Do you so, know what? I actually I actually do wonder if Marvels could actually have uh, a bigger, a, a good run on like Disney Plus once it's there. I feel like it does it, in the same way that like, so I think one of the other things uh two is that like one of the reasons i also like this movie and i didn't see this the way i did uh, last time i probably wasn't in like the right area for it in terms of, like where i went to go see this movie but when i saw captain marvel i was just on the same time that one of the wonder woman movies came out and i've said this before it was so fun seeing like women of different ages so like moms bringing their kids or like a mom a, a daughter mm-hmm. and a grandma like going to a movie i've seen a few pictures of that like with like the marvels and this is actually the first like um uh movie with miss marvel who i think is going to be like a breakout hit from this movie like every review i'm seeing is like she's a star she belongs, she's amazing. She, belongs she's in theater. she does not belong on a disney plus show no disrespect to the disney plus show she no, belongs no, like I, on the screen but i think that this is one that like is kind of a marvel movie that like once it hits disney plus i can see like a lot of like kids like putting on and it yeah. and it it doesn't there are some like obviously dark themes but overall the tone seems really light like this does feel like i have a niece who's seven and I don't think she's watched any Marvel stuff. And obviously like some of it, it's just like, like it'd be years before I'd be like, yeah, you should watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, you know? But this mm. one, I'm like, I think it's like, I, you know, I'm struggling to think of this. There's anything that like I wouldn't want my like seven-year-old niece to see. And I don't think so. So I'm like, this feels, and I might be like missing something huge from the movie, but like, yeah, this feels like one that like actually could get a little bit of like a cult classic you think Because it did, it's like, obviously the the worst performing box office marvel movie but i think once it like hits streaming i think it could actually be fairly well appreciated i know that means nothing because it didn't make money but you know whatever yeah i mean but it might mean something to them as far as like the the metrics that they're seeing internally on their on their app usership but i think that the to your point the movie's really rewatchable so like i wouldn't be surprised if people if it does well i certainly yeah i certainly hope so because we had a blast watching it and yeah. then talking about it here and i think yeah. that's uh that's it for us anything else we should we should switch one last time before we uh before oh, we end? oh we swapped we swapped places oh, i'm ariel wow. um, that's not you're really so how good. the powers work it's not free what's freaky so friday this. that is freaky um, friday uh today is not friday a lot of, i know i know there's a lot of movies what? there's a lot of movies out are there <laughs> we have there's this a lot discussion of movies. all the time off pot well, then there's also a, movie, a lot of movies that are like hitting at least VOD that I'm very excited about. The Royal Hotel hit VOD. I think Foes, Dicks the Musical all hit VOD, I think, in the last few days. So all movies that I kind of wasn't able to catch while they were in theaters. And I'm pretty mm-hmm. excited to be able to check them out now that they're playing on VOD. Um, I think uh, Thanksgiving hits this Friday as well as The Hunger Games. Um, excited about that. Yeah, The, the Holdovers, I think, is in Netflix. Limited. 
Killer was on Netflix. Which I I I love the Killer, so um, I thought it was very fun. So I think Next Goal Wins is hitting limited release this Friday as well, which is the new Taika Waititi right. movies. There's a, a lot of movies out right now. Movies, movies. Far yeah. too many, perhaps, as far as as far as we're concerned. Uh, but yeah. we're always here trying to cover what yeah. matters. Um, we'll be back. Uh, Grace, what else have you got going on? Oh, uh, you and I wrapped up our morning show coverage. Um, I'm going to be wrapping up our Flag Means Death coverage as well. And I've wrapped up our Rome coverage as we watch Gladiator. We did. We talked about a movie, Ariel. Um, and uh, did you know that next year Gladiator 2 comes out? So with, with our with our boy, Paul Mescal. Yes, we've so, heard some yeah. amazing details yeah. about so that. So next year will be the fall of Rome again. So it's very exciting. Um, so in addition to all of that stuff, lots of new things are coming. The Crown comes uh, drops on Netflix for at least part one um, this week. Dr. Man and I are talking about The Curse on Showtime, which we just mentioned is playing in some theaters across the country. And uh, Mike Bloom, Latanya Starks, and myself will be covering Fargo season five as it comes out later this month. I believe November 21st is the date. Uh, they dropped the first two episodes and we'll be covering it weekly from there so lots lots happening full spoiler recaps as well uh, mike bloom joined jess and i to talk about upload so yeah next we were talking scott pilgrim takes off i believe is the netflix show that's coming out so lots oh, that's right lots. I think that's coming out this week i'm excited about it comes that. out on this friday i believe yeah. and we're going to be talking about the full thing early next week so yeah i'm on social nice. media at high from grace exciting stuff i am also on the social meds at that other ariel covering i think you said everything we're covering tales from the loop with you and rich and um covering six feet under myself and amanda season yep. one rewatch that's been super fun one of my old time faves and uh covering Grey's anatomy we're doing a uh, a doctor draft this week which i'm excited so Chappelle and i that's i i really i really want my one per i have like one person Ooh. that if i get it's like my win or die like if i don't get this person mm. i i just consider myself dropping out of the draft so that should be mm. you know super fun slash horrible to live through um, but until next time, uh, I'm Ariel, that's Grace, and we are Pusher Recap Theater. Bye!